Welcome to Mike and Ryan After Dark. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your other host, Ryan. And Ryan, how old are is the Running Man Challenge? I don't I think it's a couple months old now. <laughs> we are so on top of things. <laughs> you would pick, pick this week as the week you are obsessed with the Running Man Challenge. Just watch all the Running Man videos. Okay, I've watched... I've shown you three, and I've watched three. Really? You've, only, you've shown me everyone you've watched? Yes. Wow. But I've watched the ones I've watched a couple of times each. That's crazy. You usually don't don't fall for stuff like this. <laughs> it's so funny, though. There's something about watching law enforcement officers and people in fire departments doing the Running Man Challenge. I just... It's just fantastic. I don't wonder... What is the challenge? Like, what? Do you, what is... Who wins? Anyone? Um, is this like for charity? Is this like... Uh, I have absolutely no idea. I, I guess its origins was like two basketball players from like University of Maryland or some such thing. Like issued a challenge to some people and said, hey, you have to make a video. And in the challenge, you have to do the running man and you have to use the song My Boo. <laughs> and you almost did a spit take while I said that. Those that those are apparently the only criteria. I, I think this whole thing has been orchestrated by the band Ghost Town DJs. If it is, it's brilliant. Then good for it's them. It's absolutely brilliant. It you know I just say thank you for bringing back the Running Man. <laughs> but to be honest, for a lot of us that are like of that era, did it really ever go away? No, no. <laughs> Now that's been that's been the old that's been an ace in the old dancing hole for me, the ace in the hole dancing hole. It doesn't make any sense. No, I I thought you were a fan of like the running slide on your knees and like bust out your knee. Move. I gotta cut loose, foot loose. Yeah, I that was a rented tux too. <laughs> I never saw any kind of extra charges, so I assume I'm okay at this point. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. Is, is that your like what what is your favorite 90s dance move i don't even know i've i've do you not know what they're called i haven't I, I mean i know all, all like the you know like the uh the super hokey ones that dads do at dances right yeah everything is featured on jimmy fallon's dad's Dad evolution dance of dancing or whatever, or whatever yeah. it is totally i know i've assimilated when i when i went to the club back in the uh mid 2000s <laughs> 2010s 2000s the aughts i uh i i did the old uh i was i was i i danced like the hip kids dance yeah yeah i didn't bust out any weird moves you didn't do like any weird dance moves a la what was in everybody loves raymond when they like invented weird moves no my brother my older brother jason used to do this ridiculous moves i was like called the handcuffs Uh uh-huh and I'm like, what? And then he showed me what it was. And I'm like, are you kidding? You actually do that in front of people? But apparently that's like a real thing. I don't know why. I think he's doing the dice thing too much. <laughs> no, yeah, he was all about the anger. I was a fan of the, the Tootsie Roll move. And 
Um, I mean, you're familiar with the song, The Tootsie Roll. Is that that song you had me listen to recently? It was this week? It, well, you you listened to it because the the one because the San, because the San Antonio okay, yeah. Running Man Challenge broke the, the rules. The Tootsie Roll, that one. Yes, that yeah, song. Yeah. So the the dance move that goes along with that when you like kind of swoop your you know one leg in and then the other in and then both of them together. Okay. That's that's like that's one of my like favorite go to nineties dance moves. Huh. I would like it was so funny because like I don't know months ago months and months ago I was randomly like doing the Tootsie Roll to some ridiculous dance that was playing like mm-hmm. I don't know like we were streaming it from iTunes or something right and um, I don't know how you weren't watching me do it but Julie I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't know, I didn't yeah. see it. It was good stuff. No, I'm I'm I don't, I'm not very self conscious on the dance floor, especially during weddings and things. It's not because I've been drinking either. I just don't think I look that. I mean, I'm already a big dude, so I'm gonna attract attention no matter what I'm doing. But I don't think I'm that goofy when I'm on the dance floor. Unless you're uh, having your first dance as husband and wife, and then you Rick roll people and you well, that was bust that out. we thought that was hysterical, but there were. Only like 20 people there. So it was, you know, what's so funny about that is we're talking about the Running Man Challenge and it's like several months old. And at that point, Rick Rowling was like a year or two old and we still did it at our wedding because we love that song so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's part of our history. It is. As a couple. Yeah. We had to, we had to honor that tradition. I always thought it would be a great idea for a bar or a nightclub to have like a wedding, wedding reception theme. Because, you know, I, hmm. I don't know about you, but I have a blast at wedding receptions. You know, if you're, as long as you're there with a few people you know, the drink, you know, the drinks are flowing, it's a good time, you know, you're dancing to old 80s music, you know, new stuff, it's fine, but, you know, there's it's, it's a good mix of songs, and everyone has fun. What if you could take that atmosphere and just place it into a nightclub every single night? I think most people just kind of enjoy the club atmosphere. Now, let me ask you, this is like a random question that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the show how many weddings have you attended as not a child like as an adult who's been a you know guest at a wedding three three or four three or four yeah i've been is that including ours or not including ours? that's not including ours no okay because okay. ours wasn't like a real big wedding it was just like a backyard thing where we had some music playing on the lanai <laughs> So, saddest thing ever. How many? Guess, just guess how many I've been invited to. Zero. One. 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 And it was like, and it was a niece of my fiance at the time. So I kind of, oh okay, had to be invited. Yeah. Other than that, nice. I mean, I guess I was. Sort of invited to Rob's wedding ish yeah. because I would have been your plus one. That's mm-hmm. not really me being invited. That's me being your, you know, knocked up girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> um, but I know I ended up having to go stag that that time. Hey, but you know, you you had the ladies hitting on you. Yeah, that was something. <laughs> how 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 many women hit on you that night? Two. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, it was just more of a curiosity because sometimes the numbers get lost on me. No. Yep. <laughs> Is this going to become a thing after the show? <laughs> no, 
you know you and i have talked about this at length before it's just sad that because like i like in <laughs> i'm so old like back in my day you know back when i was in like high school high school and early college you know i had older friends who could get me into like the 21 and up clubs mm-hmm. uh so you know i you know i just like i just like to dance i just like dancing it's fun and as an adult adult i was always more focused on my career or when i was in college my education and i didn't get to do any of those fun things because even now as a grown-up i'm not even invited to weddings i'm too controversial i'm not invited to weddings anymore either that's because everybody who would invite me to weddings is already married or is never going to get married Dustin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dustin. Dustin is the last one. Oh, I'm wrong. We I'm... got invited to Bill's wedding. That's right. We got invited to I was Bill's your wedding. I was your plus one. I think you were invited. I think my name was actually on the invitation. Yes, yes. you were And actually... my name was actually on Chad's invitation. Okay. So so as an adult I have. But to be fair, well, we you were... did you didn't include Chad's at, uh, wedding. We were neither did you. I said three or four. That was vague. Well, it's more vague than a, a standalone one and then saying that it was uh, Chuck's niece, niece's fiance or something. Chuck's niece. But I didn't get to... Well, okay. I'm thinking like a wedding where I could dance afterward kind of thing. Because okay. we were all too busy watching Chad's step yeah, there was, dance. There wasn't a whole, I don't remember a whole lot of dancing happening at that wedding. I mean, there was, yeah. but not a whole lot. We were all too busy trying to get Eric to sing "Kiss from a Rose" oh, God, to, worry, to worry about. Uh... Still, if I if I can get him on tape singing "Kiss from a Rose," that will be the permanent Party Central theme song <laughs> for that podcast, which you can find at MikeVersusTheWorld.com, which is also where you find this show. You're wondering why you would even like dig any deeper than this. This is really as good as it gets, people. <laughs> Um, our Facebook page is facebook.com slash you guys are jerks for not liking us. If you type that in, you'll find our page. <laughs> I think that should be our custom URL. I might do it at this point. If we, if we're able to shoot up to 25 likes this week, that'll be my, the, the URL for this there show. There you go. You have the challenge guys. Uh, yeah. So go, go to the website, mikeversetheworld.com. Click on the Mike and Ryan tab. Like the Facebook page, please. It's really not that hard. No, and, and if, we don't update it that much either. So it's not like you're going to be getting a ton of spam or anything. And even if we did, you could just choose not to receive notifications from us. I do it all the time. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our Twitter account is at Mike and Ryan. Ryan spelled R-Y-A-N. And I'm not going to give out the Instagram because I don't know it. Even though we did post that today. I think it's just at Mike and Ryan. At Mike and Ryan. Are you sure not Mike and Ryan after dark? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, actually, I think it is Mike and Ryan after dark. Okay. It's all, all the links are at Mike and Mike versus the world.com. So moving on from weddings talk out of nowhere, which is not on the rundown whatsoever. I told you we could like easily talk about, you know, fill this small rundown with a buttload of crap that just we rabbit hole into. Yeah, so absolutely. Speaking of um, holes. You didn't have any today in your teeth. Nope. It was your first trip to the dentist in 20 years. No, is that true? 18 years. 18 years. And you didn't have a single cavity. Nope. And minimal tartar. Yep. You, 
I think it was funny because you posted this on on your Facebook page, and Derek from not Party Central from the new show, The Winchester, which might be coming out sometime soon. Oh, you mean the show that I'm a regular host on? Probably. And that he's a sometimes host. On? Pro- probably. He uh, posted like as somebody who takes really good care of his teeth and had just had oral surgery. Yada 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 yada. I can't in good conscience like this comment. <laughs> I thought that was a really selfish response. I thought it was too. I kind of feel the same way though. I mean, I'm happy for you. But I think that there's taking care of your teeth. And then I think there are some people that like overtake care of their teeth and actually do harm to it. I don't know. I I definitely don't fall into the overtake care of my teeth category. I think, I think either he's exaggerating how well he takes care of his teeth or he like overdoes it and he actually does more harm than good. Because I'm not like a crazy oral hygiene I don't know. The queen? Word. Sure. <laughs> I'm not a oral hygiene clean queen, but, you know, I'm almost 20 years. That's crazy. But it was a traumatic experience for you. Oh, my God. I, I've i never been afraid of the dentist. I've never had a bad experience at a dentist. You had a worse time than our six-year-old daughter did. It was really uncomfortable. Like... The, I mean, like, like I, I said, it's not the most comfortable thing in the world, but it's definitely, I wouldn't call it uncomfortable or painful. It was actively uncomfortable. They had to switch from using the like x-ray bite plate for adults to the one that's like children sized. Mm. And it was still a little big. Wow. I have a really tiny mouth. Okay. And even the, the like oral hygienist mentioned it and the dentist mentioned it. And so that was uncomfortable. And... Then, like, the the water pick on steroids thing, it smelled like something was burning. I I don't know how he was using, how that was water, because it seemed like he was, like, sandblasting stuff off, even though it was, like, minimal tartar. I'm like, if this is minimal good, what happens to people who, like, have bad teeth? What is, what is that like for them? They just do it for longer. And I also have, like, a terrible gag reflex, so I was trying to fight that the whole time. And I was just like, I felt like, I felt like I was being waterboarded. <laughs> I just, I really wanted to ask the dentist, how many waterboarding jokes do you get in here? Cause he asked me at one point, like, are you drowning yet? And I kind of said, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, oh, here. And then he remembered to put the suction thing in my mouth. He was, he was a really nice dentist. He was funny. He was super impressed by he- my oral prowess, not in a creepy way. <laughs> I was just thinking, though, the random listeners at home right now just cracking up at all your like, comments. And I was pretty lucky, except for the gag reflex thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, in all seriousness, it was like he he didn't believe that it had, been, it had been so long. And he's like, well, you know, maybe next time, you know, you, you know, not Only quite. five years between dentist visits. Well, he kind of made that joke, and I'm like, or I could just, you know try harder and go the full 20 and just work a little bit harder to do a little bit more damage to my teeth so it's worth it <laughs> and he kind of looked at me and i'm like yep <laughs> well i'll tell you what you definitely i don't i don't think it's necessary for you to go twice a year well did you know that our dental insurance pays for three cleanings a year really yeah the lady's like your insurance is weird <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i've never heard of that she's like she's like some dental insurances are starting to do that you know so they pay for more preventative uh-huh. and less for big stuff right. down the road she's like do you just want to schedule it for xyz and i'm like no i'm like i was good with 18 years so we'll just stick to six <sighs> you know six months and we'll see what happens from there she's like for you that's probably okay 
I think it's more than okay. Actually, you could probably get away with going every year or every other year. You shouldn't go 18 more years. I think that's correct. I think I would probably be okay if I went 10. (laughs) It sounds like a challenge to me. But the challenge I'm issuing to myself is now that I have the god awful feeling that you get after like all the stuff like in between your teeth has been cleaned away and like you feel every single groove between mm-hmm. your skull. Oh, I hate it. I've always hated that feeling. So anyway, now that I have that horrible thing going on in my mouth, um, I'm going to try oil pulling on a regular basis to see if that like keeps whatever at bay and if it actually improves my overall oral health from when I go back to the dentist. Hmm. You know what I heard is really beneficial? protein pulling yeah do you have first experience with that <laughs> um more than you know baby now i'm kidding i was gonna say i could you know since derek is so good at taking care of his teeth maybe that's his like special secret maybe i should <laughs> maybe i should ask him to give me some pointers oh not fantastic. not not to show me not to show me just you know I think I'll stick with coconut oil. On <laughs> I like the the fats more than the protein. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm, I could make another inappropriate joke. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she only likes hot custard. You know what I'm saying? No, something about oh. with me, you get both. But okay. Oh, okay. So anyway. Um, Headshot radio. It, <laughs> My mom listens to this show. I know. I am so sorry. It's, it's, all, it's all jokes. <laughs> it's, all of it. It's all jokes. Our two children are actually adopted. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of the children, because this is their last week of school, we got to go on our, you know, we had to say goodbye for the summer because we uh, got to go on our last lunch date today for the first time. You last... know, we could go tomorrow too. We could. Just for old time's sake. We could. We might. I think it's a lot more beneficial than what we were planning on doing. I don't know what we're planning on doing. Looking at properties we're not going to... Properties we're not going to be able to rent. rent. Yeah, so... It might be better to just go get another lunch. Maybe we actually go into the city tomorrow. Not the New York City, but the Philadelphia City. Indeed. Well, we went to the Haddonfield, a place in Jersey that we enjoy quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Unfortunately, our favorite pizza place is down on hard times. We had to pour one out for Angelo's. One love. (laughs) You're ridiculous. So we usually, usually when we wander into Haddonfield, we end up at the British Chip Shop, which has the best fish and chips I've ever had in my entire life. Today we decided to branch out a little bit. Went to this place called the Bistro, and I'm glad we did. You and I both stepped way outside our comfort zones. Yep. And ordered something we never would never would have ordered before. You ordered the crab bisque and the crab cake and. Portobello and portobello mushroom sandwich, basically sandwich thing that was on artisan bread. Right. So I actually ordered something that half of the sandwich was a mushroom, like not, not, not just not like mushrooms, mushrooms a, a mushroom, a mushroom cap. I have never done that in my entire life. I'm the mushroom thing has been a recent acquired taste for me, and only in like the last couple of years have I you know even why? tried mushrooms, let alone like them. It's because you're a grown up now. I am grown up. Mushrooms are good, as long as you're not allergic to them, Dustin. You're not going to listen to the show, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
Want some mushrooms, Dusty? <laughs> just pour, just like douse a mushroom cap with some ketchup and just hand it to Dustin and see what happens. But my, my only my only qualm was usually when you get a crab cake from a place that doesn't like specialize in like good seafood, mm-hmm. it's not a great crab cake. So my first question was, hey, how are your crab cakes here? And sometimes, you know, you never know if the, the waiter the server is going be... to be honest with you or not. But she seemed like, oh, no, they're really good. I'm like, okay, I'll go with it. And you know what? It was really good. It was a real crab cake with actual crab meat, not just a it, bunch of filler with crab with a K. It might have been top two crab cakes I've had in my life. Hmm. I don't order them a lot, though. That's the only problem. I don't have a whole, a big sample space. But it was pretty, especially for a diner turned, you know, quote unquote bistro in Haddonfield, New Jersey. It was pretty damn good. I, uh, I do have a rather... You know, I, I try crab cakes almost everywhere I can probably get one. Right. Um, because I, you know, I don't know. I like to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, why you married me. Yep. Um, that's not accurate. Um, but I will say that that was also one of the top three probably I've had. Right. Well, this drink is strong. Jack and Coke. Too much, too much Jack. Too much Jack. Too many Jacks. That remember, doesn't that doesn't sound like a euchre problem. Remember the Jacks? That's not a euchre. Hashtag not euchre problems. But yeah, I, I I enjoyed her. I think we should do it again tomorrow. There, we settled it. We're doing it tomorrow. What the bistro or just no, just going a date. With, oh, okay. Yeah. We also went um to the driving range this week. We did. First time in. It might even be more than seven years. When I, I mean, I you, moved. You I kept, moved to Florida in two thousand eight. You kept saying six. While we were there, it was. I moved to Florida in two thousand eight. I did not. The last time I hit a golf ball was two thousand seven. So that's, gosh, that's almost ten years. Almost the first ten hits were painful. Like literally or figuratively? Like, like both, both. They, they were they were terrible shots. And it made my hands like go completely like numb when I hit the ball because I was hitting the ball in such an awful spot in the club head that it was just like pinging right up ping right up my right up the shaft and into my hands. Ah, <laughs> uh, the double entendres are gonna run wild during this show, brother. I had only been to a driving range once or twice before, and I had only hit like maybe a total of for somebody. Three or five balls the entire time I've ever done it. <laughs> for, for somebody who's never actually played a round of golf and who's only been to the driving range once in your life, you were actually getting some pretty good distance behind your shots. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know. And, I, I mean, and we weren't using drivers. No, we weren't. But even if you're using drivers, honestly, you probably wouldn't worse. Drivers are harder club to hit than what I was giving you. I would think that the weight would be, the weight distribution of the club would be a little... Mm-hmm. I mean, I the, I started I started you off with a seven iron, which notoriously is the safest club in anyone's bag. There's like a whole run of rant on Tin Cup about it, which is one of my favorite scenes in the in the movie where he breaks all the clubs in his bag except for the seven iron because it's the only club he doesn't shank with. So I kind of feel the same way. The seven the seven iron for me is the club that I am most consistent with. So that's why I started you off with, and you and you were hitting the ball. I would say a good fifty to hundred yards per um. shot. Yeah, about that, probably. I mean, there was your occasional one where you'd flub it up five, was it like... you know, five or ten yards, <laughs> which if you ever play golf with me in an actual like golf game, those don't count. Okay. If the ball doesn't go 20 yards, it doesn't count. 
So that's like, that's the handicap? That's the handicap, yes. So it took me, it took me 10 to 15 shots before I finally got one, like, boom. That felt good. That felt good. And you were like, whoa, babe. I'm like, I used to be pretty good at this game. But it's, it's, so it took a while. I, I I really wish I did have my driver though, because I would have really liked to like show you, show you some distance. Yeah. But how many drivers have you broken? Two. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But I haven't, no, I haven't broken a driver since I was like 12 or 13 though. But you know what I get? What? I get my own set of golf clubs when That's I go true. to Florida. Yeah. As long as there's room for them on the drive been, up. Oh, we're going to make room. <laughs> You'll have more clubs than I will when you when you get them back I know they'll be sized for me. I could become a regular who's a lady that's, golfer. And that's what I was going to ask you. What would you actually think about going on going out to an actual course and playing like nine holes with me? It's I'm not I'm not going to lie. For somebody who's never done it before, it's kind of intimidating. Especially cuz you got to deal with the other people who you're sharing the course with. And golfers are not the nicest people on the planet. Can't you like let people play through? Yes, Is that a thing? Yes, but it doesn't. But the time that if you're in the middle of hitting and they come up behind you, they're like, <sighs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen everything. People are oh, jerks. Don't worry, I can give it right back, <laughs> and I would, and we'd probably get kicked out. Like if I could make you a T-shirt that says "First Time Player," it might be it might be a good idea. I don't know how, how serious golfers are up here. And I think the bigger problem is the fact that it's also in New Jersey. Yeah, that is. Well, even even if, even in Michigan, I didn't golf in Florida. That's part of my thing. I imagine it's even worse because then you have the cross section of like the honoriest golfers who well, are retired. The problem is the the people who they don't have a lot of time yeah, left. Right. That's what I say. The people that are jerks are the ones that golf a lot and golf like when I mean a lot, I mean like five times a week. You know, eighteen holes a day when they do it, and they're just trying to get done, get it done as soon as possible. I'm not. What, I'm not, I'm not the, like that myself. What is the enjoyment to as that? As I say, when I go out and golf, I like to take my time. I don't like to. I don't like to rush unless I have somewhere to be. So, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I guess I understand like people who like reserve the tea time and schedule it into like the full course of a day but there's no reason besides imminent death that like a retiree would have a nasty attitude you'd be surprised the thing the thing is the golf is a rich person's sport because it costs a lot of money to golf a lot and so unfortunately i'm not trying to be completely anti-rich person but rich people sometimes tend to have a elitist attitude no yeah no that's and, that's an unfair representation of uh, eric one percent of americans <laughs> because the lower 99 percent like us can be just as now, terrible and don't get me wrong i mean i'm talking like 90 percent of the people you come across on a golf course are fine they're wonderful people they have no problem sharing the course with somebody who's just learning how to play is it wait is this your way of saying that you'll be annoyed at my slowness you you no I'm, I'm definitely not gonna be annoyed at your slowness you've seen the episode of everyone loves raymond right yeah where he takes ever golfing mm-hmm. or, or even even more even more apt would be the episode of uh the show the movie uh i love you man mm-hmm. where they take their girlfriends or wives golfing and the one guy is just like this is my nightmare this is my nightmare because the girl's not taking it seriously, and she just, you know. 
there are people out that like that out there that really exist, and I've come across nine or ten of them. I in my wholeheartedly lifetime. know that those people exist, and my whole thing is like, like at the driving range, I could have very easily have been self conscious by the ridiculous stance that you have to have when mm-hmm. you play yeah, it's, it's, it's a ridiculous looking game and i have no idea what i looked like when i was doing it because i don't i certainly wasn't doing uh standing the way um my friend emma showed me uh-huh um because like when she was trying to teach me how to even just hit a ball mm-hmm. in like her backyard or something um i couldn't i, I couldn't even like swing the club because i was too busy like giggling like an idiot because of how ridiculous it felt to stand that way <laughs> so i was just trying not to think about that while we were in the driving range i will say one thing out of the amount of balls that you hit and the ones i saw that you missed outright you have a better hitting percentage than derek does well i'm better at a lot of things than derek is <laughs> like podcasting like podcasting and oral hygiene <laughs> oh that's right derek he's not gonna listen not to listening it doesn't matter so, yeah, I thought golf was fun. I My back hurt for, like, three days afterward. My forearms hurt for, once, like, three Once days. again, not uncommon. Mine was more from the bending over and picking up the picking up the balls and putting them on the tee than the actual swinging. Mm. I also determined that whenever I take a full backswing, I completely just, like, I have an awful hit. It was when I was doing, like, the half backswing that I was actually putting the ball pretty far out there. What I liked the most about the driving range was the fact that they have batting cages there. <laughs> you, I don't. I don't know if I can go to a batting cage you again. You don't like it, it because of the personal shame. Yeah, like I. I was. I couldn't believe. It. I mean, we were in slow pitch softball, and I did only hit like two or three balls, like fair, the entire time. I was pretty awesome the whole time. Yeah, I. I don't know. I'm so weak in my arms, though. I just. I don't know. I need, I need a very long bat because of my stomach girth or else I'm afraid to stand too close to the ball. And my swing is really awkward if I don't have a long bat. So I would, that's the problem. It's the, the, the bats that they give you or they're just not, they're just not for me. Long and light. Long and light. That's me. <laughs> I was, not, not to toot my own horn, I was a pretty good baseball player. I was okay for the first three or four years that I played. And then my last two, I just maybe possibly was the worst player in the entire league. But I always, that's <laughs> so sad. I always insisted on playing baseball instead of softball because, you know, I mean, softball. Right. Really? So. My, my issue was once the kids started actually pitching versus just throwing the ball up there or having coach pitch, that's when I stopped being able to hit the ball. Because they were so wild. Wild and crappy. I mean, I could walk seven out of ten times I went up to bat. But the other three times, I was either swinging and missing or swinging and missing. Well, to be fair, there are definitely major leaguers who... I mean, okay, I'm thinking of one particular Justin Upton. (laughs) Although he's finding his groove. Is he? Yeah, he's they were they were, they were winning more... six to nothing when we st- when we started this podcast. I was sad because I had to put the game away because my phone was about to die. Uh, I think I think we should I think you should at least go to the betting cages with me once and try to redeem yourself. All right, I mean I'll give it a shot, but I I don't know if I can 
experience that kind of shame a second a third time but uh, but at least it'll just be me and we won't have like a third party witness to it like we did last time yeah but that was brad like brad's ever done anything in sports no i've <laughs> that's I, how, that's how i, I in my life in an actual physical game have hit the ball over the fence i'm good <laughs> i was the first kid to ever hit the ball over the fence to get a home run in our little league in the year that i was in like mm-hmm. the age group I, have a tr- I had a trophy and everything. I was the national hoop shoot champions, <laughs> ages nine to ten. Where was this national hoop shoot competition held? Uh, it was held, I guess, in different areas of the country, and then they like tabulated the whatever. But the Elks Club was the sponsor of it at the time. Okay, and um, it was at some Elks organization in. Florida. So it wasn't like a you went to Washington D.C. and faced off against other kids from around the the country. It was at your particular round, you had the best score out of anybody in the country. No, it was the first place in the National Hoop Shoot Championship. It just happened to be held in a smaller venue because I guess it wasn't a as big and prestigious as I like to make it sound. Okay. There's the only evidence that I have that this exists is a picture where I also had a perm, like a really unfortunate perm during that time. So was it a Christmas perm? Perhaps it was a Christmas present. I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but I don't I don't know if there's actually a picture. No, no. The picture of me is not with a perm. That picture of me is with really straight hair very severe looking bangs and i'm wearing this is the shameful part i'm wearing a florida state seminole shirt oh to be fair we were poor and i had to have clothes and it was like a donated i was really hope you're hoping you were gonna say it was a ghost town dj shirt (laughs) that said my boo on it uh no i think it was in 1990 so um because it was it was 1990 before I turned before I aged into 10. So, yeah, hmm. that song would not have been out yet. Okay. So, when did the song actually come out? 91, I think. Really that old? I I don't know. That might be for the Google. Uh. You might have to consult the Oracle on that one. National Hoop Shoot Champion. It sounded like you wanted to be the very best. The best there ever was. Like no one ever was. I've heard it both ways. <laughs> this is my official tagline for life, by the way. We, as thirty, a thirty-four and a thirty-three-year-old, bought forty-three dollars worth of Pokemon cards this week. This week, or really this week and a half? This week and a half. Oh, okay, since See, that's, the last that's show. Far, since the last show. That's far less pathetic sounding than in the past ten days. And ten dollars and twelve dollars of them haven't arrived yet. So, well, I guess it's more like forty-five or forty-six dollars. Now that I think about it. So yeah. We're we're playing Pokemon, <laughs> the trading card game. I'm I'm super psyched about going to Florida and seeing if I have my uh, Team Rocket pack. Yeah, and all of my cards. If if anything, they're in the back storage room at my grandma's old place. How did this happen? Like what? What? what I mean, we talked about this a while back when we were when we bought that Cthulhu game from that game store in, in Haddonfield. Ironically enough. We did it under the guise of, hey, Juliet's old enough that she might enjoy this now. 
And I I told you the story about how I started playing Pokemon to teach my little brother like math skills uh-huh. and like quick math skills, not just whatever. Right. Um. So that was how I got into playing Pokemon. You know, I played Pokemon in the late nineties. Uh huh. Um. And that's why I watched Pokemon in the late nineties. Now you did not play Magic. I did not play Magic until working at Waterman. Oh, okay. Not a fan. We pl- it was too complicated we for pl- me. We, we, in my group of friends, we we played it, but we also really dumbed down the how and made our own house rules that made the game I think way better than the actual the official rules are. So much so that if I went and tried to play the official rules, I'd probably just be frustrated and hate it. Right. But this game is it's simple. It's as long as you don't accidentally shuffle your cards into your your hand into your actual deck of cards multiple times. <laughs> it's um it's not too bad. It's it's a fun game. I mean the the couple of games that we played have kind of ended up lopsided because of the uh because of luck of the draw. The heart of the cards right. as Yu-Gi-Oh would say. But I think it's I think we can have some fun playing this. Cuz I remember the first time we got into playing I'm like, "Why haven't we done this before? This is like a perfect two-player game." And since we don't have friends, that's no, what, what we need. This is, I mean, this is what we do. We, we talk on the internet, pretend we have friends that will listen to this. Hi, Chad. And then we uh, play Pokemon together. Oh, wait, wait. And hi, Mom. Chad, my mom. There's an interesting like demographic there, like cross-section of... I wonder how many people actually did listen to the last episode. I'm going to look at that while we talk about Pokemon. Okay. So, uh, you know, so we've kind of introduced it a little bit to Juliet. And in the process of doing so, um, I wanted to show her a little bit of, like, the original series. Uh, so, like, the 1997 run of Pokemon that was on television. I forget what it was called. Just Pokemon. The, on Netflix, it says it has, like, a sub name. I don't know. It's weird. I know, I just knew it was Pokemon. I did, too. I don't know if they added the secondary name later. But... Um, but like literally after, after watching only one episode, she was obsessed with Pikachu. Absolutely. Well, they, they know, they knew what they were doing with Pikachu. Yeah, they did. They knew what was up. So Pikachu has been her imaginary friend, uh, since yesterday or the day before. Apparently Pikachu went to school with her because her teacher wrote it. Uh, wrote about Pikachu, her imaginary friend, in her notebook. Um, what's what's the tally? I don't even want to say it. It's embarrassing. That's not terrible. No, it's not. Yeah, you know we're 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 gaining momentum. Yeah, people people didn't have a whole lot of warning that that this was going to be a thing. That's so. true. Um, I'm hoping that number number at least doubles for next time. Yeah. Ooh, big. What's the Need to share it. Share it on Facebook. Share that we when we post the episode, share it. Share it with your friends. Absolutely. Don't you want to share Don't you this, want to sh- all of this with your friends? Absolutely. Aren't you just totally not embarrassed by us? <laughs> you listen to what? Why are they talking about their teeth and Pokemon and why are they playing that song at the beginning? <laughs> playing the game with Juliet, I've mostly found that she likes to flip the coin likes to flip the coin she likes to hold the energy cards and begrudgingly will count damage if we ask her to you know the best thing that's come out of her playing 
It's not her acquired math skills. It's not quality time spent with our daughter. It's the time we don't have to spend with her while she makes her own Pokemon cards. I did the same thing when I was little, though. I was it wasn't Pokemon cards, but it was like um, superhero cards. Ah, like when I was collecting like the Marvel cards, I would sit there and make my own. I had my own superhero team. Yeah. I can't remember what they were called, but I do remember that the the main guy. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Shout out to anybody who remembers this, Chad or Derek, who was not going to listen to this. The main guy's name was Slash Mounty. He was a Canadian who <laughs> wore. An actual, like, Mountie hat had Bret Hart sunglasses because all my superheroes had Bret Hart sunglasses because I couldn't draw eyes. And for an arm, I was really into Wolverine. Oh, I was, so I, I was, thinking, I was picturing had, hockey stick. He had an arm, no. But, that, see, that would have been clever. <laughs> but instead of a hand, he had what looked to be, like, a really spiky rake. Oh, because it was supposed to be like I think Wolverine need... claws, but it was there was four of them because he was better than Wolverine. I think that you need to make that Pokemon card for Juliet. Yeah, yeah. I think I should make the card and upload it to the website so people can see what's like. I think I did this in the past actually once on an old epi- a really really old episode of Headshot Radio, like back when it used to be a video game show. Hmm. I think I redrew Slash Mounty and posted it online. I think it would be really. I, so far, my favorite thing so far is Juliet's been very, like, true to recreating the cards. Yeah. And um, and one day, like, I was watching... Uh, I was watching video of, like, a Bernie Sanders rally. Um, and Juliet's like, oh, I see Bernie Sanders. And uh, she had just finished showing me, like, the, a Pokemon card she had made. And I said, Juliet, you know, why don't you make your own Pokemon card? But instead of, you know, making a creature... You could make like a Bernie Sanders Pokemon card, and his powers could be um, healing other Pokemon with universal health care, Medicare for all, <laughs> and uh, and um, his attack definitely should be a finger waggle, and he should have the ability to um, evolve other Pokemon around him by teaching them with tuition free college, <laughs> and she's like. No, he's a person. He's not a Pokemon. <laughs> and I'm like, I forgot. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I'm I'm very sorry. You're gonna have our daughter run up to him in a, like a rally and have him throw a Pokeball at him and say, "I choose you, Bernie Sanders." I would totes be down with that. I think that you know, I really think that's how we should vote this coming election. You know, we've completely thrown out rules and you know how people vote appropriately and clearly voting machines don't work and hanging chads and scantron machines let's throw pokeballs at the candidates and see what happens <laughs> i like it i don't know what would happen but i like it i told you we could totally feel this time absolutely so i do I, we'll put pokemon aside because the, the pokemon is not gonna st- stop being played so i'm he sure we'll talk about it again other characters Using universal health care, Medicare for all. Since since we teased it last <laughs> week, we were going to talk, talk about it in the last show. Um, and we didn't get to do a Microverse of the World about it. But it was by far my favorite movie of last year. Probably my favorite movie I've seen in the last four, five, four or five years. Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool was really good. You would hate it. But Deadpool was awesome. 
Yeah, uh, not for me. It's 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 really funny, but you wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy the humor or the you wouldn't enjoy the laughing or the laughs and the and the humor and I'm, the swearing. I'm and not the, a funny person, that's and not I true. don't you're, like having a good time. You're a funny person. You just don't like swearing for the sake of swearing and gratuitous violence. I just don't think it's necessary. In Deadpool, it is because I think that you can be super funny. Not me. Let's let's just be clear. I am not talking about myself. I think that you can be a very funny person and not have to result, you know, resort rather to uh, to bad language. No, I agree. It's it's possible. I think they're cheap laughs. But I think at the same time, Deadpool is what he is, and they did a really good job of putting him on film. That's fine. Yeah, I have no, I have no, I have no qualms but with that. I'm talking about Star Wars though, Episode oh. Seven, The Force Awakens. I loved this movie. I loved everything about it. And every single time I watch it, I love it even more. Concur. I just, I don't know. I think everything that the prequels were not, this movie is. And I, more. I, and I remember, I remember watching, I mean, I don't remember how old I was when I first watched the first movie, a Star Wars movie I watched was Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I remember really liking it, but I don't remember like going gaga over it when I first watched it. And then I watched the first star Wars and that movie, it, it brought into context what I had watched before. I think I must've been under 10 years old. And after I watched the first star Wars, I watched them all in like two days and it instantly became like my favorite series. Mm-hmm. And it just, I just remember the way that I wanted, I mean, I drew star Wars stuff I you know played I I busted out my my brother's Star Wars toys that were in storage in the basement. My brother, I don't know which one, probably Jimmy, had the actual like huge size toy Millennium Falcon, hmm. the one that if it were in like pristine condition today would go like ten for ten thousand hmm. dollars. He had that toy, totally trashed by the time I got to it. Hmm. So. <laughs> It was, and I played with that. I, we had an AT-AT walker, you know, all that stuff. I mean, I was just love Star Wars. I bought Star Wars Encyclopedia, you know, when I was able to start playing games with the computer. I bought TIE Fighter. You know, I played Star Wars games for Super Nintendo, Nintendo. Um, Did you read the novelizations? Of the movies? Yes. I didn't read any of the extended universe stuff, though. And here's a shout out for Chad. Hey, Chad. Remember how, like, Super Return of the Jedi was the first video game that I ever beat before you? Oh, burn! Light speed burn! He's still... The funny thing is, he's going to hear that and go, Damn it! <laughs> he's still pissed about it. Because we were, we were... It was one of those situations where we were in the, the old Nintendo room, as we used to call it. And we were playing the Super Nintendo game. We were going back and forth trying to beat the last level where you had to fly through the Death Star. And, you know, because it was all about, like, memorizing the, the turns that you had to hit and going to the right thing. And it just got to the point where, it, finally, it was my turn and we had hit every single turn. You know, and I had memorized it perfectly mm-hmm. and I beat the game before him. He was so angry. First game I've ever beaten before, Chad. And the last time. That's not true. Just ask... <laughs> okay, we want to retain... One of our insert incredibly I sad number of listeners I here. I can't think of other games that we both play that we were trying to beat. And I, oh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Double burn. <laughs> Ear-biting burn. 
he's never beat Mike Tyson. He didn't believe me that I beat him. I had to post, like, Pixar didn't happen. Oh. And I did. It was great. Anyway, going back to this. The first... Now, while I grudgingly accept episodes one through three into the universe, Mm -hmm. I don't hate them as much as most people do. I actually like episode one more than I like episode two. I think episode two, with Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman's acting, their chemistry... Just ruined that movie for me. I agree. And pretty much ruined the characters of Anakin and Padme for me. Yes. I think that's the consensus of the world. Whereas the first movie, it is what it kind of is was it what it is for that one. I like Darth Maul. I like the Padre scene. I liked uh Wait a minute. Okay, no, go ahead. I liked um Qui-Gon, Liam Neeson. I thought Liam Neeson was a perfect Jedi. I wish he could have been in all three of the prequels. But I, I grudgingly accept those three movies <coughs> into their place in history. Episode seven, honestly, may be better. The best movie of all six of them. I am very close to being inclined to agree with you. What's your favorite movie of the original trilogy? New Hope. Same here. Hands down. Yeah. What's your second favorite? Do you like Empire or Jedi better? Oh, I'm thinking probably Jedi. I, I'm 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 a little bit more toward Empire, but I used to be the same way. It's it's close though. It's 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 hard to make that call. But this the seventh movie, I don't know. It's as I sat in the in the theater, I can't remember another movie that as I sat watching it, like literally made me tear up just for nostalgia and just for because it was. I mean, I've had movies make me tear up because there's a sad scene going right, on yeah. or whatever. But I've never had a movie actually like make me tear up and be like, oh my god, this is real. I can't believe I'm actually getting to watch this. And that's what episode 7 did for me. Like, at least three or four times. Uh, offshooting not having to do with... Uh, with Star- do, you th- do you think that when... Uh, I, th- I see, I don't know. Because there's been so much time between the original trilogy and when something good finally came out that, you know, I think that we were hungering for something. We were hungering for something decent when we Mm -hmm. got something amazing. Right. But like when I think of iconic series that kind of defined a generation, like, you know, star Wars was sort of like the generation before us and us. And yeah, the, then, the, the group, the kids that were like teenagers in the eighties. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like, like the only series I think that you could compare it to for like maybe millennials is probably going to be like the Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. And part of me feels like, because like, I know Fantastic Beasts Beast is not anywhere part of the Harry Potter, Harry Potter's like specific story arc. It's mm-hmm. just in the wizarding uh, universe mm-hmm. it's in the wizarding world um but i kind of worry that not enough space is going to be between when harry potter came out and when fantastic beast is coming out to sort of have that fantastic beast to me though is more of a spinoff yeah whereas this is a direct so continuation of the storyline so you have like so it's kind of like a star wars main story versus like a rogue one kind exactly. of exactly which I'm also super stoked about. 
because I don't know, like, I don't know if, because, like, right now, last last show we kind of talked about Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. We touched on it briefly, but I don't know if that stage production would ever go to film. I'm sure it will. Or if, you know, so, so I don't know at what like, point that'll happen. Yeah, I, I, know, I definitely know what you're saying. If they were to wait 10 years, you know, and then put out a Marauders three movie series you, you know say that word so weird marauders 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 movie or like the rise of dumbledore and voldemort or or something with like, or like the cursed child film wise you know where it takes a continuation of harry harry and jenny's kids and ron and hermione's kids and hogwarts versus you know i think that would be similar to what you're talking about with the star wars movies but like yeah with, with fantastic beast i'm I'm more inclined to think that's more like a spinoff. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I know that that's their intention with it, but I just, I, I, part of me worries that the, kind of like what Chad said on, um, Mike versus the world, um, that he's worried that with like rogue one, that it might. Eric. Er, did I say Derek? Chad. Oh, sorry. I'm you you're, you're, you're placating to our one listener. It's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't think comparing him to Eric is going to score us any points. Sorry, Chad. That was that was me misspeaking. Um, but like Eric talked about worrying about things, like he's excited about it, but he worries about it watering down the universe for people and things like eventually losing their meaning. So, um, so I think that the timing of these things has to be really carefully done. I think that. Uh, I think that Star Wars was this uh, Force Awakens was released really at kind of the perfect time and they did it in such a beautiful way because it truly kind of paid homage to the original series like it would like it you could tell that they held the original trilogy it in was, such reverence it was almost it was almost like almost like a uh, more current telling of like the a original reimagining movie. yeah because it was the the storylines were very similar which I did not, which I didn't mind at all because it worked. It it worked, but it didn't it didn't seem played out. It didn't seem like oh we can mm-hmm. come up with anything new. It's just, you know, I mean there's a, there's. The- I'm just I'm just glad that the desert world wasn't Tatooine. <laughs> That's all. I'm I'm just it's, new world Jakku perfect. It's I'm I'm on board. I'm on board with that too. I you know the the adage there's an adage that says. Um, you know, everything that's old is new again, or, you know, history repeats itself. And I think that that was very true in this case. But I think that it very much also stood on its own. Um, you know, it could very easily be a standalone film, mm-hmm. but it really, to me, it was very touching to see how how much they respected the right. original trilogy. Who was the star of this movie? Ray. I agree. Did she come out? Did she come out of that movie? Did you come out of that movie finding her as your new favorite character? Probably. I don't know. I really, really like C three PO. He wasn't in the movie that much. He wasn't in the movie that much, but he's adorable. Um, no, yeah, because I'm the weirdo who C three PO has been my favorite character for a long time, <laughs> uh, closely followed by R two D two, and then Luke. Um, really, Luke over Han. Yeah. I, I, Han has become a really bitter subject for me, and it's not his fault. It's all George Lucas's fault. So that's why I can't. I can't. 
Gotcha. We won't get into I, that debate again. I absolutely adore Ray's character. I can't. I I am so happy that they chose her to be like the focal point and the like the the main person going forward because her character is so interesting, especially in in conjunction and juxtaposition with Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. They're just like the perfect point counterpoint in this this series going forward. I cannot wait to find out who Ray is. I can't wait to find out how she knows Kylo Ren because I, I just have this. I mean, I mean, we've talked about this in the past. How I have this theory that Kylo Ren was the one who put her on Jakku, right? And you're like, of course she did. I'm like, well, that's not a very common theory out there. I don't understand how that cannot be the like incredibly obvious. Like, if it were not that, I think it would be because they are trying to not be obvious, right? Well, it's for me. It was the whole reaction to the fact a girl helped, you know, the droid escape Jakku. Like, why would he have freaked out so much of the mention of a girl on Jakku if th- he I... wasn't the one, or if he, or if he didn't at the least know she was there? Yeah. I mean, I'm. I have a theory. I don't necessarily know it's going to be true, but I have a theory that she's actually Kylo Ren's younger sister, and that. Luke, that sorry, that Leia and Han don't talk about her because it's too painful, and they think that Kylo Ren killed her with the rest of the Jedi Padawans. But he didn't because he's still torn between light and dark. So he could he couldn't bring himself to kill Rey, but he killed all the rest of them and put Rey on Jakku instead. That's my theory. Again, that's not a unique theory to me because that that, that was like my first. That was my very first inclination. The secondary inclination being the possibility that she's Luke's daughter, but I really think it's more likely that she and Kylo Ren are. I think the most popular theory is that she's related to Obi Wan. Hmm. I think listeners out there, all nine of you, please, I want I want to hear your theories about who who you think. I mean, we know we all know that Ray is going to be related to some character that's a Force user in Star Wars. She's she's got to. I want to know who you think that her closest relative is in the Star Wars series. Poe Dameron. <laughs> Poe Dameron is awesome, by the way, too. Do you talk first? <laughs> I always talk first. The he for me, he started off really slow. Like I wasn't, I wasn't completely on board with him until he said that line, and then I'm like, all right, Poe, Poe for the win. And him, him, his, and Finn's bromance. I love Finn. <laughs> I love Finn so much as I a liked character. Finn, at least five times more than I thought I was going to. And it's because I just I didn't think that he. I thought he was going to be the main character, mm-hmm. and the stormtrooper turned Force user wasn't as good in my mind. But I'm so glad he's not the Force user. I mean, he his character is fantastic. Yeah, I I think that he's. He's funny and he's authentic mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and he's not a perfect character and he knows that. And I, I like that he knows how flawed he is and he's trying to do better. I think that that's, you know, kind of like a reflection of humanity that we can all learn from. Right. You know, like even though we might have not great things in our past, we can define who we are. We're not just some number that's assigned to us. We can mm-hmm. we can be more. We just have, have to decide. Have, to. have you seen the fake uh, Finn Twitter account? No. Uh, no not, not, not Finn Twitter, the Poe uh, Twitter account. 
No, there. I didn't know there was one. Oh, there's one like one for everybody in the, these days. It, um, Poe's fake Twitter account is that he just names all of his fans Finn. <laughs> <laughs> he calls everybody Finn. Uh, all right, uh, you're you're Finn. Yeah, that's, that's your name. I don't know if that's funny. So before we, I mean, we're running out of time here. So before we wrap up the Star Wars talk, Kylo Ren. I. I think I'm gonna end up liking him more than Darth Vader. I. I might be with you. I, I think, I mean, I, I, I just absolutely love Darth Vader as a character. I hated what they did with his character in the prequels. Right, you know, yeah. like, I mean, once, once Anakin became Darth Vader, if, if we were to skip ahead just right to the point where he kills the younglings yeah, <laughs> and goes to, like, Volcano and gets all pissed at, at Obi-Wan, that was great. That, yeah, that's fine. Hayden Christensen did a good job with that. Everything else sucked. Everything else. If we could just, if I could just remember only that, if it were possible, but it's not. But I love Darth Vader's character. I love that he, he's just like you know, he puts the the, the front forward that he's all Mister Evil, whatever. But in the end, he still got the good inside him, and Luke brings it out of him. I loved, love that storyline. Yeah, Kylo Ren is so different than that. Yeah, he's, he's so different. He's he's good. He's incredibly complex. But he wants to be bad so badly. Yeah. It's not the it's it's not the other way around. Whereas Darth Vader was bad, but he wanted to be good in the end. This is Kylo Ren's the other way around. Yeah, I think that's a lot more compelling. Right. I love. I just, I, I can't wait to see what they do with him. This character, the rest of the series. Oh man, and that luscious hair. <laughs> he's he's like the new luscious Malfoy. <laughs> and big. Props to Harrison Ford for bringing his A game for this movie. Dude's old as shit. <laughs> and he knocked it out of the park. I, I can't say the same about Carrie Fisher. Although every single time I watch the movie from the first time, I like her more and more. But that first time I watched it in the theater, I'm like, I almost wish they would have found a different actress. No, but but <laughs> she, I mean, she played that role the way she's always played that role. Right. I I had no problem with her performance in it. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think Chewbacca aged well. Chewbacca, I love Chewbacca. Oh, the pain and anguish in his face when Han died. I mean, I know it's a fake suit and everything, but you could just tell. Oh, okay. I know you said that we have to wrap this up, but how did we talk about Force Awakens and not discuss BB-8? Oh, BB-8. I also didn't have high hopes for BB-8 because I think it's a stupid design. I did but... not have high hopes for BB-8 because I have some pretty high droid standards. <laughs> Super high droid standards. But BB-8, I might like BB-8 more. I don't know. I don't know if I can quite say he's, that He's right up there with R2-D2. He's, oh my, oh, he's so cute. <coughs> I remember I bought the, um, the BB-8 uh, Christmas, ornament. Christmas ornament before we watched the movie. Yes. And... So happy we did now. Right. And we were like, oh, this is this is cool like, oh, and all. It's cute. And then we went and saw the movie and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I bought that Christmas ornament. BB 8's awesome. It's funny because I like I like each of the droids I like for different reasons. Right. Because they each have such it's so ridiculous, but it's true. They each have such unique characters. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like BBH just adorable. And I like his spunk and, you know, I, you know, he's still kind of learning and, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of like the little kid, whatever. Um, but like, 
like I liked R2-D2 because I kind of felt like he could dish out, you know, whatever. And he also kind of had like a snark to his right. whatever. And so, I, you know, I liked, I guess I liked. There were some Without sarcastic Tears. beeps in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> And then C-3PO is just the plucky comic relief. He's, you know, he's so dry and stiff, but somehow that ends up being hilarious because, you know, he's like human cyborg relations, but he's also socially awkward. Right. Which I, which you have to love. So, so anyway, that's, that's Ryan's droid love talk. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Mine was the escape scene from Jakku when they find the Millennium Falcon for the first time. I think I cried when I saw the Millennium Falcon in this one for the first <laughs> My, time. When I went to the see in the theater, it was still only like two or three days old. You went like a week later, or no? I made you go like three or two or three days after that, right? I'm like, could be. I'm like, because we were originally gonna go see it together, and I'm like, ah, babe, I can't wait. I have to go watch it. And you're like, go do your thing. Go do your thing. You do I, you. I came home that right after the movie, and I'm like, you have to go watch this movie. In fact, if you want to go right now, I will stay here watch the kids. No problem. Go watch the movie. I was able to finally convince you to do it two, two days later, but the the theater erupted when the Millennium Falcon was shown the first time. I cried like <laughs> like I was a blubbering mess. I was just I just remember sitting there watching that scene in the theater, just like in just complete like wonderment, watching watching the Millennium Falcon fall, fly through a freaking star destroyer. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I might, I, I might get choked up now thinking about it. Millennials, this is why we're not millennials because we're getting choked up about Star Wars. You know that really old movie, Return of the Empire Strikes Back. Kate, to be fair, my little brother is a millennial, and he was raised with the original trilogy along right. with us who are older. So, you know, I mean. Right. It's all relative. My mom even liked this movie. Yeah. I was surprised. It took her it took a little bit of convincing to get her to watch it for the whole thing, but she loved it. Yeah. I'm curious I'm, I'm actually curious if my brothers liked it or not. My, I'm going to say something controversial. Hmm. You I don't know how you're going to react to this. My older brother isn't exactly a fan of the way J.J. Abrams has been doing things he does, like Star Trek and and your your brother. I can I, I can see, especially with the conversation that I witnessed with your mom and your brother about Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I can see how the new movies may have pissed him off. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I mean, was I not paying attention Star, to them having the conversation? Star Trek, Star Trek is a has such a following from the shows and things that they, they do things a certain way in those shows. The movies do not do them that way but, at all. But, but like my, like, I don't know when Jason started watching anything beyond the next generation uh-huh. because he didn't watch them in their original run. Right. Because in their original run, he and I were still in the same household and I know the shows that he and I watched together. Mm-hmm. So he had to watch those after the fact. Right. But, so I don't honestly know how he felt about this movie with J.J. Abrams' involvement in it. Hmm. Has he seen it? Oh, yeah. No, okay. he's seen it. Um, but I, I've been, I've honestly been scared to ask him. Huh. But yeah, I think, I think all in all, because I want to continue to love my brother. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you picked your favorite scene yet? No, it's hard. All right. So oh. I just, I just. Think... Oh no, I picked it. Okay. 
it's it's the scene where um ray wakes up and she's about to be in um interrogated by kylo ren uh-huh. and where it's, it's where it's just them and they're right. dynamic together and he's you know picking apart like the things that he sees in her mind and you know he's talking so gently to her but you know you know he's kind of like also gaslighting her right and you know she's like get outside of my brain and i like how she flips it on him like i the, think like the second she starts fighting back he's unable to do it anymore and then, and then and like, he's she, like and he's super spooked by and it he turns it which tells you that he's that's another thing about kylo ren he he puts forth this like i'm a complete badass front i mean i stopped a freaking laser blast i've never seen any force user do that in all the movies and yet the second a brand new force user like turns his own power against him, he's like, whoa. And you can tell that he's still so inexperienced and so untrained. It's, it, it's like, I'm so excited to see what they're going to do with the rest of the, his character the rest of the movies. He's my new favorite Disney princess. <laughs> Emo Kylo Ren. <laughs> it's so good. The... Uh, I have to give shout. I have to give props to my second favorite scene though was the uh, lightsaber fight in the snow. Yeah. It's, I just lo- I just love Kylo and Ray's chemistry together. I, it's so good. That that's why I was having like so. I it's really the two of them together. Anytime they're together, I think that it's really something special on screen. Like they really cast that beautifully with the two of them. And we cannot. For the life of us, to save our lives, find a freaking Ray action figure. Uh, black label. Black label. Go- a good one. Sorry. A good one that's not part of a crappy playset. Yeah. We want the individual black box Ray. Right. And I know it exists because I see it on Amazon. Yeah. So, it's, so it's, But it's 40 bucks on Amazon, I think. So if there's a listener out there that would like to send Ooh, us one. If we're going to do that, let's shoot for the stars and ask for the Hot Toys version. <laughs> Listeners out there, um, as soon as I get done recording the show, I'll set up a Amazon wish list, and the only thing on that is going to be the Ray Hot Toys two hundred fifty dollar one sixth scale action figure. Why can't you just be a normal person and get like the one from Mattel? No. I mean, yes. I mean, it w- don't shoot for the stars. Shoot for like you know. Chad might buy it for us. <laughs> Dude, that's not cool. <laughs> That's Chad, for God's so, sakes, don't buy us that. That is so selfish and self-serving. At least, in at least with helping you with the PlayStation Four, you know the world gets to benefit from your Fallout building. Like damn game won't stop crashing. Yeah, that that's my own fault. It's completely my own fault. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, Ray action figure. Looking for it. That Hot Toys version of Ray is awesome. I didn't even think I've seen it. You haven't? Mm-mm. I'll bring that up before the, no, at the, end, at the end no, of the show. No, no, Okay, after the show is over, because I can't even see the rundown, because you have this up for some reason. Well, it's because I'm keeping an eye on the time. We're already 10 minutes over. Uh, yeah, Rogue One also looks cool. So, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do this really quickly. We need a, like a name for this segment. We're just going to call it the parting shots for now. For, uh, for me, um, I just want to say that I am very angry at the web at weather.com and our local meteorologists, including the one for my own TV station who said there was going to be thunderstorms on Saturday that prevented me from going to the Detroit Tigers Yankees game in New York. The Tigers won that game six to one. There was not a drop of rain that fell the entire night. And I could have gotten three tickets 
second row of the upper deck, right behind home plate, for $30 total. I could have man-spreaded my ass off that game. I just, that's my rant. I'm done. Meteorologist. I'd love to get paid to be wrong every single day. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've really got spoiled with good meteorologists back home. Either that or we, our, our meteorologists had good models or whatever their, their computer system that they use, or they're just that good. But ours, whatever, whatever ours are using, to be fair, it's not just them. It was all the channels plus weather.com who got it completely wrong. So anyway. My parting shot is... Um, You're going to lop your hair off, aren't you? It is pathetic because I want new hair. Uh, for But I love your hair. It's like longer than it was when we first started dating. It reminds me of when we first started dating. So you want to be with like an, a younger woman? No. I just, it just it's, my, it's my memory of you when I first met you. I could just wear that green and white shirt that I wore like... <laughs> Twice a week, I still have it. If you want to cut your hair, that's fine. I don't know if I want to cut it short. Okay, so if if you're a listener and you know me in real life, then you know my hair is I don't know, babe. How would it would it cover nipples? It would. It's just above. <laughs> it's just. It's like two. It's just like two nipples. <laughs> if I'm wearing a bra, but if I weren't, I'm I'm still breastfeeding, so they're sad. They're sad crazy. little deflated b- you're crazy. balloons. We'll leave it at that. You're crazy. Um, but anyway, so uh, so I have like longish hair. So I don't know if I want to layer it and just keep the length, or if I want to go like mid length, like collarbone-ish. So what you're wanting is you want like the listeners out there who know good hairstyles to like give you some ideas, right? Yeah. So so I don't know if I want something like short. I don't know if I want to keep it long. I don't know if I want to do something like super edgy. I don't know if I want to go like super safe. I am not a hip person. And I need I need help. <laughs> I just need I just I don't know. I don't want to do what the kids are doing, but I don't want to look like the grandma like I feel like. You don't you don't look like a grandma. No, most, grandma, most grandmas actually cut their hair short and then get a perm. So you, <laughs> po, po, if you can think of some good looking, uh, like I said, le- more than shoulder length down to almost. No, no, I don't like give me the gamut. I don't care if it's a short hairdo. If you think that it looks good. Well, how would you, sh- how would you describe your hair? Like in terms of quality, like, is it, it's long, it's um thick. It's it, the, straight. My, yeah, my hair is straight. It um can get wavy when it's shorter. Okay. Um, it's it's definitely thick. It's uh, yeah, I have crazy thick hair, but the individual hairs themselves are thin, so I just have like a lot of it. So any any female listeners or guys who know really know female hairstyles, this is this is her hair quality. Give give she wants some good ideas for things a little bit more outside the box than what she currently has super important to note i have an incredibly weak chin i basically have like no chin i just go from like lips to neck with like no kind of physical distinction in between uh something that doesn't play up the lack of chin (laughs) would be helpful so since none of you have decided to go to the Facebook page and like us, that's not a great place to post this stuff because I can't advertise it right now. But that's why it's the challenge <laughs> but if you, to drive people to the website. But if you could, if you could tweet it at Mike and Ryan, tweet Ryan some hairstyles to try out or look at. 
Don't don't do it via Instagram because I still don't know how to I check I, something. I have when no idea how Instagram me. works yet. I still I mean I could post something to it, but I have no idea how to actually like look, look at anything on Instagram. I know how to look at stuff. I don't know how to look at things I've been tagged in. Oh okay, it's weird. I definitely uh, don't know that either. Visit the website mikeversestheworld.com where you can find all the links to this show plus all the other shows that we do here. That's that's why we're not millennials. We don't know how Instagram works still. <laughs> And subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you can. Please, 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 please. Follow us on SoundCloud if you don't have iTunes. And yeah, all the cool, all the stuff that you we plug on the show is all on MikeVersaWorld.com. I've been trying to keep up with stuff like discussions that I want to have, any show notes I've been posting, you know, things that we talked about. It's all going up there. The website looks great, in my opinion. You know, it's easy to use. Check it out. It certainly is more of a resource for my podcast than any other website I've ever had in the past. That's not true yet. That's not really true because my, I think 3countradio.com was actually a pretty good resource, but that was, that was a whole different beast. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't talk about We don't that. talk about 3countradio.com or 3countradio. Uh, next show I'm going to record is probably going to uh, potentially be an episode of Party Central. Woo, party. Um, in fact, I... Totally dropped the ball and forgot to post the get the interest going on the Facebook page tonight before we started the show. Mm. So everybody's probably in bed now. Yeah, old, we're old. I'm so much older than you. No, you're not. You're two years older than me. One and a we, half years older than me. Uh, we were talking about when I last went to the dentist, being at the beginning of my senior year of high school, and you're like, "Oh, I was a freshman." That's not true. I was actually a sophomore. You you were a senior while I was a sophomore. That's our age difference. Yeah, but if I were the guy in this relationship, that would be okay. But it's weird that I'm no, like... No, it's not weird. I feel like Mrs. Robinson. No, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And we're going to join Tinder. Coming I'm, I'm Ann Bancroft and, and you're Dustin Hoffman. No. I'm so old. You're my boo. <laughs> And I think Running Man Challenge Until next time Which probably will not be for a couple of weeks Because we're going to Florida Maybe even a month (laughs) We'll see Thank you for listening Bye 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 Yeah boy